Yeah, I ain't nothing but a simple man. They call me a redneck, I reckon that I am. Stop it. Can't we come up with our own intro? Now that's better. Select song says they call me the breeze, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna breeze on up in here like a damn tank, and I'm gonna blow this shit to hell. So stick around and enjoy the show. Alright, it is hot here in the northern Sacramento Valley. And I think it's supposed to get around 110 today, pretty close to that. My air conditioner is definitely not keeping up with this because I'm in a small building and it's already 81.5 degrees and it's not getting any cooler. So straight out of the trash can, we pull out this article from CBS 13 in Sacramento. The story is focused on a straight pride parade in Modesto that is scheduled for August. And the headline says the LGBTQ Center will be offering, well, no, it says LGBTQ Center to offer safe space during Modesto straight pride parade. I can imagine uh, actual people they're not straight, could probably fit inside of a U-Haul truck. Modesto, CBS 13, and one group says it will provide safe spaces for members of the LGBTQ community during the straight pride parade planned for August. So yeah, they, they need a U-Haul truck they can cry in. Because I don't think a closet's going to be big enough for eight people. The National Straight Pride Coalition recently filed paperwork with the city of Modesto to hold the event on August 24th at Modesto's Graciata Park. And if I did pronounce that wrong, I apologize because I do not speak Spanish. It is being promoted as a celebration of being heterosexual, Christian, and of Western civilization. What is wrong with that? Can anybody honestly give me reason, a legitimate reason, as to why there would be a problem with someone celebrating being straight, Christian, and of Western civilization? This is America. We are a Western civilization, so that can't be part of an argument. Just no way, unless you invite terrorism into this country. Christian, now well, it's a religion. Everybody has their opinions about religions. I myself, I'm, I, I don't declare any religion. I just declare common sense. Heterosexual, okay. This is the main point everybody's arguing about here is because people that are not heterosexual are pissed off because heterosexuals are going to hold a parade. Hmm. Do you know what happens at a heterosexual parade? 
a bunch of people that are dressed normally like they do in public just like if they go to Walmart or if they go to Safeway or Burger King any other place what do you see straight people dressed as I granted some of them got their pants hanging down below their ass but they're straight people what do we see at a pride parade we see asses hanging out no underwear and if you look around on the other side all you see is a, a banana peel that's holding the penis in with a string that goes up and around between their butt crack that you can't even see uh, dude do we really need to see that in public no that's probably one of the reasons why we say what happens in your bedroom is your business we don't want to see it on the street so having a straight pride parade is just well we can't have it there's no way because people are fully clothed in response to the event the Central Valley Pride Center says it will stay open from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. only 8 p.m. So it's only going to take a couple hours for these people to pull the IVs out of their arm, remove the heart rate monitors, and recover from the day of the atrocities that happened just outside their doorstep. From 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. that day for anyone who's concerned about backlash during the weekend event. What are they going to do inside this place during the event? Does anyone actually think there's going to be very many people inside of it? What are they going to do to entertain themselves? Are they going to have the hot cocoa, the border, uh, border collie puppy, box crayons and a coloring book? Or are they going to have big rubber dicks and a pocket pussy? Uh, I mean, what are they... Uh, believe me, I believe the people that they're saying they're going to stay open for or actually not even going to go there. They're, they're going to be out there with their signs protesting Trump with their asses hanging out and their banana peel covering their penis. I mean, if they had it their way, they'd probably have the banana peel tore off. The event comes after a planned straight pride parade in Boston met significant backlash. What backlash? The threat to revoke a permit? people voicing their opinions that's not backlash that that's just opinion backlash is when you got a bunch of gay people that pile into a crown vic and want to mow over a bunch of straight people backlash is when you have someone 13 stories high shooting at a country music concert full of straight people full of religious people that's backlash. Oh, that one goes into the trash can. Now, one thing I do want to do before I go on any further, I do want to thank a few people that uh, kind of, I uh, can't really say pushed me to do this, but they kind of helped guide me in this direction to do a podcast. I had this kind of, thought about doing one before and and they were kind of like 
the few main people that got behind me and, and gave me encouragement and said, hey, you know what? Do it, man. If you got something to say, do it. And that's exactly what I'm doing. And the, the one person that I've been friends with on social media for, geez, many, many years and started back on Twitter, uh, Rocky Stucci, uh, we both share a common background in paranormal. Uh, he's done a lot more investigating than I have, but I have done investigating and, and I, I have my opinions about it and my beliefs. But uh, he's kind of the one uh, that uh, got me into this political stuff, even though I was kind of leaning a different direction probably prior to discussions with him or anything like that. I uh, stumbled across InfoWars, and it wasn't Alex Jones, so get that out of your head. It was uh, Paul Joseph Watson that actually kind of showed what was going on in the streets about political mayhem and discourse and stuff like that and what was happening to Trump supporters being attacked and and nobody saying a damn thing about what was going on and who was actually doing this shit. Mainstream media was not saying a damn thing about it or anything to the likes. So... Rocky Stucci, big shout out to him. He's kind of been a, a huge encouragement. Secondly, uh, Jeremy Hansen. I started listening to his show uh, somewhere around 2016, maybe 2015. So big shout out to him too because he's always, you know, chatted back and forth, you know, commented on my comments and... Uh, Basically, you know, in his own way, gave me encouragement to do it because his words speak louder than uh, just commenting on political articles and shit that's happening in America. Uh, lastly, though, big shout out to Big Sarge, Robert Brandt, because he has been doing this for quite some time, too. I think since like 2006 or 2007, but I've only been a listener of his since I think around mid-2016, maybe late 2016, and I accidentally stumbled onto his show. But ever since I, I mentioned something about doing a podcast myself, Big Sarge has always been right there, you know, if, if I have a question or something like that, just like Rocky Stucci, if I have a question or something, uh, they're the first two that's going to jump right in there and say, this is what you got to do, or this is what you should do, here's how you do it blah 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 and and they always uh rocky stucci and uh big sarge has said you know what when you get it going we'll point you in the right direction we'll get you out there and get you started and even though i'm the one that's got to get it started but they just kind of help point me in the directions where to put this shit and that's pretty much about it other than that i'm just normal average everyday joe i go to work i do my thing i do own my own business However, uh, I am a, a, what do you call it, a solo employee. I, my business is operated and ran by me. I have no other employees, only because I can't afford to hire any other employees at this time because of California's uh, bullshit law about minimum wage. 
and I don't have the ability to hire robots and stuff like that to drive trucks to go around and haul stuff. <laughs> but anyway, my hat's off to all three of you, Rocky Stucci, Jeremy Hansen, and Big Sarge Robert Brandt. You guys all rock, and I appreciate your encouragement. Your words are well taken, and here I am. And before I forget, one last thing. If you do hear something in the background, I apologize. I, I got notifications that go off for all kinds of shit, and it's almost uncontrollable. But uh, be sure to go to Facebook and like all of their pages, Rocky Stucci Media. Uh, when you're on Facebook, just go up in the search box and type in Rocky Stucci Media. That's R-O-C-C-I-S-T-U-C-C-I. -C -C -I. It's pretty easy. And be sure to go to his page and, and give him a like and be sure to turn on notifications for his videos. He does his videos mainly on YouTube. And you can find him through his Rocky Stucci Media page on Facebook. Jeremy Hansen. You can find him on Unleashed Nation. And just same way, just go up to the search box up at the uh, very top of Facebook and type in Unleashed Nation. And be sure to like his page and also enable likes or uh, notifications on his videos too. But he, he does most of his stuff on Spreaker. Big Sarge does the same thing. He's always live on Spreaker, but go to his page, Big Sarge Media. And be sure to give him a like also. And for Jeremy Hansen and Big Sarge, they always post their links to their pages when they go live. And you can just follow the link to Spreaker. Be sure to follow them on Spreaker also. And that's it. On to the next. In Pensacola, Florida, apparently a man was shot and killed namely a, a black man and people are all bent out of shape about it and they're going to march the streets because police shot a black man. Another black man dead. In this article, uh, it's the Pensacola News Journal. Pensacola police released name of a man killed an officer involved shooting. I had to dig back quite a ways just to find this article because there wasn't very much said about it. I can't even find an initial article when the shooting happened. So I got to catch this when they release the name. Anyway, it says authorities have released the name of a man who was fatally shot by a police officer last week after he allegedly disarmed another officer. So the whole thing is, is they are... The police are claiming that this guy attempted to take an officer's gun, which is reason enough to get your ass shot anyway. Tamar Crawford was shot late Friday afternoon by a Pensacola police officer, and he later died at Baptist Hospital, said Mike Wood, spokesman for the Pensacola Police Department. And I don't know if this article is actually going to go into it, but the reason why he was, uh, the events that led up to this was police smelled marijuana coming from the vehicle. So they attempted to pull him over, but the man did not 
do what you're supposed to do. When they turn on the siren or turn on the lights and they ask you to pull over, well, the lights are telling you to pull over. Get your ass over, stop, and let the officers deal with you in a respectful, polite manner. And nine times out of ten, you're going to go home alive. You might go to jail because you're under the influence and have a possession charge. But do you really want to die instead of going to jail? Seriously, how long would you be in there for a, a gram of weed or an eighth? So that, that was the event that led up to it. And then since he didn't want to stop, he goes all the way to his mama's home. And this guy, Tamar Crawford, was 28 years old, living with mama. <laughs> Seriously. Most people at 18 are seeking ways to get the hell out of mama's house. And here's this guy, 28 years old, still at home with mama, probably had his Xbox or his PlayStation 4, uh, 48-inch TV or whatever, sitting around smoking dope. His mom's probably a dopehead too, but I don't know. Wood said Crawford was born in 1991, making him either 27 or 28 years old at the time of his death. The officer who shot Crawford has been placed on paid administrative leave following the standard statewide procedure, Wood said. Of course, because it's going to be under investigation. Uh, let's see, where is it? Okay, Pensacola police contacted the Florida Department of Law Enforcement immediately following the shooting to have the state agency conduct an investigation, confirmed FDLE spokeswoman Jessica Carey. Once FDLE's investigation is completed, the agency will submit its investigative report to the state's attorney's office to review the findings and determine whether the officer's actions were justified, said Assistant State Attorney Greg Marcille. Someone attempts to take my gun away, or actually does, and if I have another one, that asshole is going to get shot. The one little fact is, is the officer that got disarmed during the scuffle wasn't the one that actually shot the guy. It was another officer that seen what was happening. Pensacola Mayor Grover Robinson, Grover Robinson said at his Monday morning press conference that body camera footage of the in incident was turned over to FDLE. Robinson said he has not seen the footage. It is regrettable when anything like this happens. The good news is that everything is on body camera. Let's hope so. Both all, my understanding, the chase and the scenes that happened after, he said, all of that has been turned over to FDLE. The damnedest thing about shit like this is that I can't think of one case, but I think there was one case where someone did shoot somebody and it wasn't the way that it appeared on camera and I can understand now I see why police are wearing cameras because every time one of these claims comes up 
Oh, he's an innocent man. He, he's a good student. He works hard and takes care of his family. And yeah, if it wasn't for that camera, no one would know the truth. According to police, Crawford disarmed an officer during a struggle that ensued after a car chase late Friday afternoon. That's another thing I'm not sure if this article gets into, but this guy, I think, had four, four or six kids. Or it was six people he was shot in front of, and four of them were kids. Well, I guess you put yourself in your own miserable predicament. That's why you don't go home to get shot. You pull over, you get arrested, you get a citation. Eventually, you'll get to go home to your kids. Wood, Wood said the chase began after a Pensacola police officer smelled marijuana coming from a vehicle in front of his patrol vehicle and attempted a traffic stop. Crawford did not pull over and kept driving at a slower speed, throwing narcotics out the window. Ugh. There's another reason to get pulled over. As police followed his car, according to Wood. Crawford stopped when he reached a residence near the intersection of C and Brainerd Streets. At that point, Crawford allegedly resisted arrest and physically struggled with officers. Well, just resisting arrest and physically struggling with officers is a good reason to get your ass whooped. Wood said Crawford disarmed one of the officers and a second officer shot him. <sighs> the mayor said he was at the scene late Friday along with, uh, however the hell you pronounce that name, Escambia, Escambia County Commissioner Lumen May and Pensacola City Councilwoman Jewel Canada Wynn, Canada Wynn to listen to residents and let them know authorities will investigate this roughly. Now, here's another thing, too. Coming from the neighborhood this guy lived in, I wouldn't doubt 100% that the neighbors are probably going to say, oh, no, that's not the way this happened. This is what actually happened. The police pulled him over, and they started beating this guy up, and, oh, he was screaming for his life. He had his hands up. Before he got shot, he was surrendering. Right. Camera will tell a different story. Oh, where the hell did I leave off? I totally lost it. <laughs> oh, here we go. We did listen to a couple of them, and I assured them that as a party of this, not only the footage that was taken, but their eyewitness testimony would be a part of it. We were looking for children that we heard had seen the shooting. Why are they looking for children that they heard had seen the shooting? Why aren't they looking for adults? Seriously. Uh, uh, I'm just lost. There was a lot of concern and, I guess, anger and upset about what happened. Well, of course, man. People are, people are chasing down some guy and they cap his ass in their front yard. They don't know why. So we certainly in, in so we certainly indicted. I think they should say we certainly indicated we understood. We were going to make sure there was going to be an investigation. 
But getting back to looking at why are they looking for children? Uh, are they going to question the kids to understand what they saw? What about the adults? Either way, they're all going to be mixed up in confusion amongst the statements. Robin said that he would await the results of FDLE's investigation before drawing any conclusions. Well, what led me to this article was WKRG uh, had went live with a video and said a vigil and march in the streets demanding justice for Tamar Crawford, who was shot and killed by a Pensacola police officer on July uh, 5th. The march starts at Brainerd and C Street, where he was shot, and ends at PPD headquarters. So they're going to march all the way to Pensacola Police Department's headquarters and do what? Fine. Mourn over the guy. That's to be expected. But what are you going to go to Pensacola Police Department for? All these people, these... Oh, my God. I like, I like to call them one word, but I just can't really say it over this podcast because... I might let the F word slip all too often sometimes, but these people are just idiotic, man. Whatever happened to when a cop gets behind you, turns on his lights, and you look in the mirror and you see these lights going off, or if he even blips the siren a little bit to let you know, hey, look in your mirror, I'm trying to get your attention. What happened to people just pulling over? It is friggin' annoying to know that there are people that are brain-dead enough to say, oh, I got red lights behind me, I'm going to speed up and take off, or I'm just not going to stop, I'm just going to keep going and ignore this. He has no, I'm some kind of, oh, what the hell is that word they call him? Uh, Sovereign citizen of the United States, and you have no authority over me. Man, get the hell out of here. Back in the day, cops would pull over a drunk driver, and instead of just letting the drunk driver go or killing him, they would take that guy out of his car, take his keys, put him in the back of the police cruiser, and actually take him home. And they would keep the keys. And when you got sobered up, you come into the police department, you get your keys... If you, you know, you're not drunk anymore, you'd get your keys back and you can go get your car. Not nowadays. I mean, if, if you are pulled over drunk or something like that, they arrest you. You go spend a night in jail, maybe two, depending on when you get arrested. Your car gets impounded and you got to go pay impound fees to get your damn car back out. If you can afford it. These people... They refuse to get pulled over, so they get shot. They're looking toward six feet underground, looking at dirt. They lose their car. Not only did they lose their car, they got separated from their children. Did he have a wife? Did he have a girlfriend or something? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure he did have a girlfriend. So he separated from her, too. Your stupid-ass actions is what led you down a path to getting shot and then getting buried. Think about it, people. Think about it. You could have got pulled over. 
You could have got a ticket and you might have been sent on your way. You could have got pulled over. You could have got arrested, spent a night in jail, and you could have got your car back out of impound the next day. A lot of times, if you're really nice and you don't throw up some kind of roadblock like you're some smart ass, the cops will say, hey, you know what? If you have a girlfriend or a wife or something like that, have her come get the keys. She can take the car home. No, they don't even think about that. Animal instinct, man. Animal instinct. I'll never understand it. And this is what happens when people are not educated. What, whatever happened to teaching kids at an early age how to handle themselves in public? Now we got kids that go around calling their moms bitches, kicking them, spitting on them. And I even see it happening to some fathers. And if my kid did that shit to me in a Walmart or something, I'd grab that little fucker by his ear or by his hair and I'll crack that little shit's ass. You are not going to disrespect me in front of people inside of a public place. Hell no. You're going to get your little ass handed to you. When we get home, your ass is grounded. You lose everything for a week. And guess what? <laughs> the rest of the night, you're going to have a sore ass. And you're going to be reminded when you sit down on it. Now on a side note, if you enjoy the show, please feel free to support it. I'm not a beggar. If you can afford a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, whatever, there is a link in the description where you can go directly to PayPal and you can donate to the show. And if you don't see a link, it's paypal.me forward slash N as in Nancy, the number six. Two letter U's, which is UU, and then M is in Mary. So it's paypal.me forward slash N6UUM. And if you can't afford a dollar or two or whatever, hey, you know what? All is fair in love and war. Go uh, share the show. Post it on your Facebook, post it on Twitter, tell a friend about it, send them a message, however you want to do it, but please share the show. Uh, it, it is all very much appreciated especially sharing the show that that does more than sending me a dollar so thank you now here's the thing about me you know a lot of people don't know exactly who the hell I am they they see me on social media and stuff like that but they don't exactly know the person behind the profile so this is where I'm going to explain just kind of who I am give you an idea of who you're dealing with. Uh, back in, let's see, 2008, I voted for President Obama because he, he, he was an excellent speaker and he was talking about fundamentally changing America, which is, you know, by the way he was talking, sounded great. Sounded fantastic. I didn't know that he was going to change it into a friggin' dumpster. Literally a dumpster in the sewer. So, I uh, never voted for the man again. And that's when I decided that, you know, I, I'm done. Uh, Democrats just are not 
my cup of tea anymore. So I decided, you know, I'm just backing away from it. I'm going to do my job and continue on. And then the day came when President Trump walked down that escalator and announced that he was running for president because I've listened to Trump plenty of times and I know what his stances are on, you know, the sad situation of our country. And I agree with him. Every damn thing, I agree with him. Even when he was a Democrat, he said the same damn thing. He's never, ever once changed his tune on the main issues that he was talking about. And he decided that, you know, he was going to run as a Republican. I think he uh, switched parties before he had announced the uh, presidency run. But I was all, you know what? This guy is speaking some truth, and that's when I decided that I went to the uh, post office and grabbed my uh, registration form to register to vote, and this time I switched to Republican. Now, keep in mind, I've been a Democrat ever since I've become aged to vote when I was 18, and I've never switched. I've always, you know, voted Democrat, whatever. But I was ignorant. I never actually sat back and listened to these people talk. Yeah, a lot of them, you know, they had a kick-ass speaking voice just like Obama did. Bill Clinton, for one of them, he spoke great. Turned out to be a philanthropist of perversion. (laughs) But nevertheless, I was ignorant. So I went down and I changed my registration to Republican. And the only reason I did that is so I can vote for President Trump in the uh, primaries. And I wanted to make sure that he was going to be the nominee. And overwhelmingly, he won huge. And no chance in hell anybody else took him out. So that, that's a little bit about me. So I still, I'm a Trump supporter through and through. Only a couple little issues I've ever had with Trump doing things, you know, like the uh, bump stock ban. I disagree with that. But that, I think that's primarily the main one that I disagree with. Because once you ban something like a bump stock, it opens the damn door to banning other shit related to weaponry and stuff. And I, I just can't stand it. But nevertheless, it, it's it's done it's gone it's in the history books so that that's a little bit about me uh hopefully it gives you a little bit more inside info as to who i am and maybe maybe you'll listen a little bit more to my shows so on to the next oh yeah and on one last side note you know sometimes i kind of slip little words out here and there don't ever take them seriously or anything like that this is basically just an opinion show i i do have a strong opinion of how things work in this country and it's just disgusting so sometimes i do let some words out that probably shouldn't be let out but hey you know what it's shit that comes off the top of my head and it should be spoken don't ever apologize for something that you said unless it's absolutely 100% 
ignorant. I'll never apologize for things I said unless it's absolutely 100% ignorant. And just because someone else calls you out on it doesn't make you ignorant. Maybe they're just ignorant of the truth. They don't know. Just like the left. They always call us ignorant. All right. Hey, you Trump supporter, you're just ignorant flat out. Well, you haven't even listened to nothing I said, so piss on you. That's all I got to say about that. So, like I said, if you got something to say, say it. If you have a voice, put it out on a podcast like I'm doing. Shoot. Uh, just like the friends I spoke of earlier. They, they help me out. I'll do the same thing in return, man. Put your voice out there. Record it. Uh, put it up on uh, Spreaker or something like that. Get it out there because the more you do it, all of you, the more you do this, the more the word gets out there, we're not going to take shit anymore. Kind of like how Rocky Stucci says it at the end of his show. Don't take shit from nobody. And that, that's basically the way I am. I don't take shit from anybody. This is breaking news as of July the 26th that popped up in my news feed. I realize this is probably a couple days late now. But I do have to include it within this podcast. In victory for Trump. Yes, you heard that right. A victory for Trump. The Supreme Court has spoken and greenlights military funding for the border wall construction. It is finally done and over with. Although, the left has said they will take it to the Ninth Circuit and they will find something else that will somehow stop this travesty. Oh my God, we can't protect our borders in a 5-4 to four decision, the U.S. Supreme Court has temporarily given the green light to the Trump administration to reallocate $2.5 billion in Pentagon military funds for construction of a border wall, even as court challenges continue. And this is from ABC News. The court's conservative majority, 5-4, uh, to four, I don't know if you call that a majority very much, it's just kind of slightly leaning conservative. Siding with the White House lifted a lower court injunction that had temporarily, temporarily put a hold on the move as the case proceeds. The government has made a sufficient showing at this stage that the plaintiffs have no cause of action to obtain review of the acting secretary's compliance with Section 8005, the court wrote in a simple order. In other words, build the wall. Let's get this shit done. Then once it's done, they can't do shit. And hopefully, in 2024, there's not going to be a Democrat that's president. Because they, they will do whatever the fuck, pardon my F word, whatever the hell they want in order to take down the wall. The one person missing in action that hasn't been seen by anybody, apparently. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg and then Sonia Sotomayor and Alita, and Alina Kagan, extreme lefties, would have denied the move, of course. Anything Trump does, 
they got to be 100% against. Justice Stephen Breyer also opposed the lifting of the injunction in full, saying he would have preferred to allow the government to finalize the contracts for the wall, but not yet begin construction pending outcome in the case. The Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco will hear the case next on the merits. Now, you, you can hear the case all you want, but when it goes to the Supreme Court, bye-bye. Overturned. President Donald Trump swiftly issued a victory tweet writing, Wow, big victory on the wall. The United States Supreme Court overturns. Lower court injunction allows southern border wall to proceed. Big win for border security and the rule of law. And I'd like to add to that for America and American citizens. The ruling came in a lawsuit filed by the American Civil Liberties Union, you know, that crazy-ass deranged ACLU, on behalf of the Sierra Club and Southern Border Communities Coalition, just another extension of the ACLU in my eyes, which challenged the president's use of emergency powers for border wall funds that Congress denied him. Congress can deny it all they want. The president has the power to allocate funds in the case of national security, in which a border wall is contributing to security. In a statement following the decision, Dror Layden, why does that sound Russian or something else? Dror Layden, staff attorney with the ACLU's National yeah, ACLU's National Security Project said the group would ask the Ninth Circuit to expedite the appeals process. Of course they would. All this bullshit comes from the Ninth Circuit. This is not over, Layden vowed in the statement. Oh, it's over. <laughs> it's over. I mean, yeah, you, you can push another motive, but in the end... You're going to get slapped down. Why, why are you wasting money? Seriously. At this point in time, wouldn't some of that money help benefit people around here? Like veterans that are homeless, other homeless, people that are hungry. But they'd rather spend that money filing a lawsuit against Trump and putting up a wall to stop people that don't belong here. Come on, man. Wake the hell up and get with it. Our final article. Oh, boy, this is a doozy. And it's a little bit old, but it popped up in my news feed, and I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say anything about it. But this was posted on April 14, 2016. And excuse me if... Uh, some of you might get offended by this, but this is one of the things that I do cover on my show. News of the weird, news of uh, paranormal, uh, anything with a controversy. But it was, uh, it was a dazed article, dazeddigital.com posted this. And here is the headline. Female masturbation can apparently open a portal to hell. 
<laughs> oh boy. According to one Christian publisher, why why does it have to be a Christian? <laughs> Yeah, according to one Christian publisher, dildo enthusiasts are on a direct path to the demonic realm. <laughs> but should we take his views more seriously? I don't know about that one. Since time immemorial, we've been told that wanking is bad. Yeah, wanking... I can tell where this article come from. It had to come from the UK or Australia or something like that. We have been told that wanking is bad. However, the last 50 years have seen the gradual emancipation of the pussy for many women lucky enough to live in more liberal societies. <laughs> oh, shit. Where do they come up with this crap? Unfortunately, as we've started to talk more about female masturbation and orgasm in more open, positive ways, the backlash from Puritans, misogynists, and religious fanatics, or combinations of all three, have also become more apparent, particularly in the United States. Really? I can care less. I've... How many men out there have not watched a woman play with herself? Seriously. If you say you have it, there's something kind of off with you. And I'm not saying just strange way. I'm talking about any woman. Have you never watched a, your wife play with herself? I have. Uh. One of this week's most extreme bizarre attacks, and apparently that's a YouTube link. I'm not even going to try to open that. <laughs> One of this week's most extreme and bizarre attacks on female sexuality comes from Mac Major of Eden Decoded in Florida. Well, this is different. Someone in a far-off land reporting on something that happened in Florida. The Christian author is adamant that female masturbation is basically leading civilization straight down the path to hell and has published an open letter condemning the act. Why? Because she just wants to pleasure herself? Maybe she don't have a man or a woman in this case. Major believes that getting yourself off could quite literally summon a demon from hell's fiery pits. <laughs> Believe me, there's things that women do that f summon demons from hell's fiery pits, and it's not masturbation. <laughs> masturbation is a direct path to Satan. <laughs> oh my God. There is nothing normal about it, he says empathetically. Whether you want to accept it as fact or not, those sex toys are open portal between the demonic realm and your own life. Okay, now it's about sex toys. She's just not playing with herself. and she, She's got something that uh, takes batteries or, or something like that. 
D cells, four or five of them. <laughs> While it's easy to laugh at the, how did he know I was laughing? While it is easy to laugh at this sort of chat and to pigeonhole this loser, <laughs> you really say pigeonhole? <laughs> and to pigeonhole this loser as a religious crazy, the underlying message isn't humorous. We have to talk about the far more serious issues raised through this vitriol, which is focused primarily on women. Uh, I kind of agree with that because it should be kind of focused on men too because imagine what we can conjure out of our own self by rubbing the genie's bottle. Sure, most people don't actually think that a woman masturbating will see Satan rise up and spirit you off to an eternity of fire and brimstone. But this attack is just part of a larger, far more serious problem. While we might like to think that medieval patristic discourse, where female sexuality is defined in terms of greed, insatiability, and animalism, has disappeared, people like Major show us that clearly it has not been entirely eradicated. Who wants to eradicate it? Seriously, though, I mean, who wants to eradicate it? It's worth noting that in the United States, hardline conservative Christian groups, they had to throw that conservative Christian in there. How do you know it's not a liberal Christian? Because they claim they exist. Christian groups have long been a bulwark of oppression for women's sexual rights. I have not. As a matter of fact, I am conservative. I may not be technically Christian, but uh, shit, if you want to play with yourself, you want to use uh, something that holds five D-cell batteries and to help you achieve that climax, go for it. What the hell? It, it, I don't hear anybody out there getting pissy and moany about men rubbing one out. Now, I don't need batteries to do it, but hey. Oh, where did they leave off? Groups like the Pro-Life America Movement advocate a zero-tolerance policy towards abortion, okay, and aim to see women's right to choice stripped from the U.S. Constitution. That's arguable. Because, technically, they chant, my body, my choice, but their choice is determining the end result of another body, which is not your right. The most shocking example of this was last year's shooting at Planned Parenthood Clinic in Colorado Springs. I had to look that one up. By a perpetrator who believed himself to be doing God's work. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see that. Because most of these people lately that have been claiming to do God's work have been left-leaning lunatics. So yes, let's laugh at Major because it's ridiculous, but let's also remember the school of thought he hails from and recognize that this is not just one woman hating Loon posting on a blog about women using dildos. <laughs> you sure that's dildos are using, buddy? Instead, this sort of religious fever 
directed towards women stems from a far more powerful movement trying to control women's bodies. I'm not trying to control nobody's bodies. I say if you got it, use it. If you want bigger, go bigger. Nobody's stopping you. It just might deter a future male contact when he accidentally opens your drawer and sees this 12-inch, you know, schlong that's maybe about four inches wide. He might think twice about <laughs> going where he's about to go. As well as their sexuality in the name of religion. It, why does everything have to be in the name of religion? And oh my God, you should see the picture on this thing. She's sitting in a bathtub. And she is, you know, cut off from the shoulders down. And she's looking like she's uh, <laughs> about ready to nut one. You know, some of these articles. I've got more in the near future. That is it for now. I hope everybody has a fantastic evening. And we'll catch you next Sunday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Adios, folks. With the hands and the cans up high. Wanna raise one with the raise hell kind. We the people. We the people with a needle in the red on cruise. I said five.